We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday new on curiosity stream how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production could napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future and how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet james burke's visionary series connections returns for a new generation Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper Golf and the Odd Chopper and the Stochastic channel. I'm everywhere here for this. It is the PGA DFS first look. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. Goes a long way for me on this video. Goes a long way for you. You've become a prize for never great DFS betting. All the great content we have going here, Odd Chopper Golf channel. We've got so many things that are happening here right now. So little time. So we're going to talk the Arnold Palmer Invitational last week, the Honda. It was a fantastic tournament for me from a DFS perspective. Uh, got lucky to have Eric Cole show up in a random lineup that ended up being pretty decent. Uh, Shane Lowry was my big stand over Sung JM that worked out. We talked about that on this video. We're going to talk about some similar things here, but we got ourselves a high-quality field. I think that that's going to be exciting. Just like we have a high-quality quattro. Look at these beautiful faces. Well, six of us. Six tuplets? That's a weird thing to say. But anyway, Lofty, Eric Lindquist, that's me, Ben Raza, Greg Ehrenberg, Aton Shander, and Isaiah, all of us, all six of us doing a great job for you in the premium Discord. Sign up for that uh, in the video description box below. So many great offerings that we have going here, uh, both at Odd Shopper and Stochastic. So let's talk Stochastic. I'm here sharing the top golfers tool. There will be a lot of data that changes throughout the week. Uh, it is right now Tuesday morning. I'm going to be coming to you guys uh, again Wednesday. I, I will not be on live before lock, I believe, this week. Uh, going back to the NBA streets, uh, all-star break. It was nice to be able to mix in a little PGA live before lock. But uh, my guys, Ben Raza, Jeff uh, Ulrich, they'll have you guys covered in that department. But we are looking at the top golfers tool, what I find to be the most valuable tool that we have here at Stochastic. And as I'm sharing everything with you, John Rahm, hello. He's $11,500. Holy mother of Christ. That is a crazy, crazy kind of price tag. This is the kind of stuff you see when John Rahm plays an alternate field event. Like when he was in Mexico, he won that tournament. Just saying. Not perfectly correlated, but that is a hefty tag. And we do have some pieces down here as we move down the board that we're going to have some interest in and talk through it. But to kind of set up, a little bit of what we're looking at here at Bay Hill. It is an absolute beast of a golf course. Almost 7,500 yards at sea level. Telling you ahead of time, <laughs> you better be able to hit it long, far, keep it out of the rough because it's really, really long. And then it's supposed to be crazy windy on Friday. I think that's going to be the theme of the week. Everybody's talking about this Friday round, and I think it's probably with, due, uh, with good cause. Sometimes weather you just overreact to it. And I never want to be a, a weather overreactor, but I do think there's a certain specific skill set that I want to have this week that I otherwise wouldn't always be factoring in as long as we still see 20 mile per hour wind, 30 mile per hour gusts coming up for Friday. I'm going to be looking at some short game artists. I'm going to be finding some groupings, some guys to be playing together here. 
but we start at the top end three players that are 10k and above let's get to it john rom ben unbelievable three wins now in his last five tournaments has a third and a seventh in the middle of that He's 11,500, has a 9% win percentage, 9.1%, ridiculous stuff. Flat leverage here. Again, him and John, uh, him and Scotty Scheffler, because how expensive they are, we're really seeing people struggle to fill them into builds, and I'm a little confused by that. I expect these numbers to be a little bit higher coming in. They have optimal percentages of almost a fifth of the time. Now, this is the best field that you could possibly run into. We have the players next week. We're going to get the exact same field, basically, uh, with all the elite players here, 17 of the top 20 in the world here. John Rom, though, 11-5. He's definitely the priority for me over Scheffler. I know we saw at the Waste Management, Scheffler played head-to-head, -head, just was awesome, no doubt about it, but... I really like everything from Rom at 11.5. I think we might see a little bit less ownership as we get closer to lock there, so I'm going to be paying close attention to it. But the talking point of the 10Ks has to be Rory McIlroy and his elite form on this golf course. All he does is top 20 at this place. All he does is, you know, for six years straight, basically, he had top 10s here, has a win, has converted that here. Makes sense. I think you get back on this kind of a golf course. I am looking at backing him in the outright market against John Rahm, but in a DFS perspective, when we have a $900 difference, it really depends. On, you're, you're just seeing Rory with the highest optimal percentage. And I think part of that is just the price tag, not necessarily anything else because, you know, he's got a, we're admitting lower win percentage, just like it's explained in the outright market. You have ownership that's higher, sure, but, the optimal percentage is so, so high there. Last week, Sungjae was irrationally owned for golf. A high variance event. 50%, 55%. That is a ton of ownership going towards him. Shane Lowry was the pivot. I think if I'm looking to pivot, I'm going up to Rom. I think Scheffler is going to have to be the forgotten guy. It is a scary, scary fade for me. But Rory, with due respect, because of this price difference, I think he's going to be a guy that I do start a lot of my builds with. Let's make our way downtown, walking fast. Face is passing them homebound. We've got the 9K range going to be wild here. And I'm going to highlight Tony Finau here. He's got some negative leverage, but I have seen him in a number of spots be a little bit underowned. And Will Zalatoris, <coughs> excuse me. Always great to cough on a video. I bet you enjoyed that. Will Zalatoris. I'm surprised he has positive leverage right now. We're seeing 3.3% positive leverage his direction. If this maintains, give me Will Zalatoris. Higher optimal percentage. No doubt about it. Sweet. But I expect him to get steamed up coming on the heels of looking healthy at the Genesis. Gained strokes in the ball striking department exactly the way that you would expect from a healthy Will Zalatoris. But that's when you kind of want to get into this Finau situation. You know, the, the putter has been much improved for Zalatoris, but Tony Finau... He gained 2.7 at the at the Genesis as well. Lost a little bit around the green, but he's generally been a little bit more of the better around the green putter than a Will Zalatoris. Now, Will Zalatoris, this is set up like a U.S. Open. Again, 7,500 yards at sea level, long, rough, firm, fast greens. Going to be windy, going to be difficult. But at the end of the day, I'm playing an ownership game here. And I think Tony Finau, he's got the negative leverage as it is right now. I expect, you know, right now we have Finau getting more ownership. That maintains is what it is. But I'm going to Zalat or I'm going to Tony Finau over Zalatoris right now. <laughs> Gonna be paying very close attention to it. I think the difficult part of the 9K range is this upper section. Now, 
Uh, we'll, we'll kind of bypass Xander, Shoffley, Cantley. They're good plays. I'm going to be mixing them into lineups. They're both overowned, but like, I'm not fading them. Strokes gained being married for Patrick Cantley. Didn't affect him at the Genesis. So he got back on track there. Looked pretty good and maybe looked like an idiot. But I'm looking at Justin Thomas, Max Homa, Colin Morikawa. I have no idea how to handle this because Colin Morikawa is now very popular. If this doesn't change, give me Homa. Give me a little bit of JT just because of the pedigree. But Justin Thomas has not played this golf course, I believe, since 2015. I'm saying that right now. I did my research, but I got to double check this because it seems a little bit strange to me. Yeah, 2015, only time he played in this golf tournament, 49th place. He's been ducking this golf course routinely. Does he not like it? Does he not like Arnold Palmer? I don't know. You should have respect for the dead. And Arnold Palmer seemed like a pretty cool dude. But Justin Thomas, it just didn't fit on his schedule, perhaps. That's probably more than likely what it is. And you can't play everything. I mean, you could if you're Sung JM, but like Justin Thomas, <sighs> I want to buy in on the talent so, so bad, but I think home has been in better form. I think we're finding him uh, on another difficult type style uh, golf courses. I mean, we've seen him have so much success uh, looking at the farmers, looking at Riviera first, second, uh, respectively in those golf tournaments. So 9,700 might be an overpay. Seems like the field's there right now at 17.4%, but con considering Colin Morikawa, is getting all the ownership up here. Gonna go to Homa. Hope this putter stays hot, young man. That'd be great. Going down to the 8K range. Hit that like button, by the way. It goes a long way for me. Sam Burns, a little bit over-owned, but he's my dude. We're going back on Bermuda. You get that, that really nice Bermuda. He's had some success there. Colonial had the W last year. A couple, couple wins, actually. And uh, yeah, made me look smart at times. 8,100, though, for him. Pretty cheap, 10.4% optimal percentage looks nice, but my highlight star, what in God's green earth? Jason Day, 8,500 for him, pulling a ton of ownership, 24.2%. I bet him to win this golf tournament at 31 to 1 on fanduel.com. I'm a little bit worried, a little bit worried that this is going to be too much ownership to bypass, but if I'm going to be getting different in some builds, finding some ways to get to JT, if I can suck it up and just put on my big boy pants, if I get up to John Rahm over Rory McIlroy, I think that I'm going to get some combinations of Burns and Jason Day in this mid-range. But my big fade, my big fade for the week, there is no doubt who it's going to be, and it is going to be Cameron Young. He's 8,700, and I get it. Everybody loves Cameron Young. I love Cameron Young. He's been awesome to watch. The ownership's low. It, it frustrates me a little bit, but I do not trust this around the green game when you start getting crazy, crazy wins. And he did succeed at what? The Open Championship? It was a pretty benign Open Championship at St. Andrews uh, for what it's worth. We finished behind uh, Cam Smith there. But Cameron Young, 8,700. If this positive leverage maintains, maybe I have to reconsider, but... I was coming into this field expecting him to be far more popular. And if Pat Fitzpatrick truly is gaining more ownership than him, I will eat my my hat, perhaps. Or, I don't know. It's a weird thing to say. But Matt Fitzpatrick, coming off of injury, we're seeing reports about him being out at the golf course, so that's fine. You know, you had the neck issue that had been bothering him. Talked about that before the AT&T Pebble Beach. I think Cam Young... <clears throat> I think he's just going to get more ownership than that coming down to the coming down to the wire there. And then the other guy, Victor Hovland, lower 9K, looking at getting away. 
Either way, covered the 10K, 9K, 8K range. I'll give you a couple of people as we round out and go towards uh, Fantasy Cruncher and do other things here. But we're 10 minutes through this video. I want to move ourselves along to the leverage category. Spieth, Cameron Young, Will Zalatoris. Again, I'm very shocked to see Young and Zalatoris here in the fade categories because, uh, or sorry, the, the field is fading them because I just expected them to garner way more ownership. But how do you not love this? Benny on, baby. Positive leverage getting to him at flat 7K. Have people watched him play golf here recently? Because if you had, this would not be the case. The dude is putting on a clinic and has the strong around the green game top 40 in his last 50 rounds amongst this field. At the Honda, 21st, nothing super special, was negative off the tee. He's going to be negative off the tee a lot of times. It's not his strongest suit, but the irons, 3.9 strokes gain approach there. He's a good putter around the green game, uh, now gained three of his last four. Hasn't really all collected, but you got to find some of these players at the 7K range, and I really find him to be a buy. He will be in that single entry lineup that we build at the very end of this program, so stick, stay tuned for that. Davis Riley, I think I'm just fine backing him there a little bit too. Sepp Straka, just for the surfaces being Bermuda, we've seen him win the Honda and then have success last week. This is a different quality of field, but let's talk Eric Cole, because... This, this is strange to me. Last week, somebody from the clouds, from the absolute, uh, he was sitting next to Zeus, and Zeus told him Eric Cole is going to have an amazing week, and you should go on Live Before Lock and tell everybody that he's going to win that golf tournament, which somebody did. And I said if Eric Cole wins that golf tournament, then I wouldn't be on Live Before Lock. Well, I'm not going to be on Live Before Lock anyway this week, so moot point. But 6,900 he grew up on this golf course. He grew up at Bay Hill. He's obviously got good form. We saw him play very, very well at the Honda. That putter, that short game especially. If it's going to be crazy windy, he doesn't have like... I mean, he it didn't look like he was hitting it short on Sunday by any means. I mean, that was like my first experience watching Eric Cole play golf. But I will back him at 6,900. We're talking positive leverage going to him. 3.8%. This is his home freaking golf course. Him and Sam Saunders roamed around Bay Hill together uh, as kids, you know, as, as high schoolers. And then Eric Cole, 34-year-old rookie on the PGA Tour. I like what we saw out of him. Does this artificially get blown up because he had the good finish last week? Maybe people just didn't catch that he was a member there, that he grew up at this golf course. I don't know. But when I saw that, I got a little nervous about what I'm planning to do with him in, in GPPs this week, but that's kind of the last guy that I really want to highlight. Callum Terran, I still hate you. Cool. Uh, let's go to Fantasy Cruncher. Yay! We're going to remove some of these columns because they are annoying me. We don't have tee times, average statistics, and strokes gained until there's more tournaments. We're not going to fill out all of those. Great. Awesome. Smashing. Yay, capitalism. Um... That was Austin Powers for everybody. But I'm looking at the board here. There's nothing really that I want to explain with you. I don't think anybody's gaining crazy ownership. It's pretty flat at the top in a way that last week was not. Sungjae ended up even more popular than we expected. You had to fade him to be able to win. You just one-for-one one swapped him with Lowry. That was the easiest way to do it. I don't think there's anything that pronounced this week that exists for Fantasy Cruncher purposes. But I will say, just making sure that you don't get some crazy, crazy riffraff. If you start like buttoning some of these pieces at the top, you know, this gives you a little bit of a bump in terms of their projection, their medium projection, and then randomness. I have Fantasy Cruncher Pro, so that's always nice. Thank you to them for that. Uh, normal distribution randomness calculates it out a little bit differently. 
let's let's do this. I think this is probably the lesson for the day. I didn't know what I wanted to say. Forty nine eight hundred. Do we do we really want to be maxing out and running into dupes? I don't. So this is probably the easiest way to do it. Oop. I do not want to go to Apple News. I don't know if you guys saw that. I doubt you did. But uh, as we're looking at the bottom of this board, my projections, we're going to do 10 normal distribution randomness. I mean, these lineups are going to avoid duplication so much more. If you're playing something like the Minimax with 80,000, 90,000 lineups, if you're playing, you know, massive runs of the $20, avoiding duplication on a tournament like this is the name of the game because... I don't know how much I want to get to Kirk Kitayama. I don't know how much I want to get to Grayson Zig at 0.9% ownership, but there are certain players in these target ranges as we go down the board that are just gaining ownership. Aaron Wise is definitely going to be one of them at 6.8%. Tommy Fleetwood is definitely going to be one of them. If you start having like 50K running into these salaries, now I'm not suggesting you go down and play 48,500, but like the optimal at the Honda, I should have talked about that a little bit more because... You get these wide open fields. I think the optimal was something like 47 or 46, uh, five. It, it was wild how low of salary there was. So be very, paying very close attention to that. Make sure that if you are going to play some of the chalkier plays in this 7K range, the upper sevens, crazy popular. Chris Kirk, <laughs> how you doing? Very nice to see you. Ricky Fowler, that's my dude in this range, 10%. Uh, Tom Kim, this is wild to me. I'm fading Tom Kim too. Tyrrell Hatton, definitely not fading Tyrrell Hatton on this golf course. He likes it. 8,300. Uh, I care about course history more than I do most weeks this week. Just want to throw that out there as well. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton, unfadeable for me uh, if I'm going to be caring about stuff like that and decent around the green. So there you go. Just avoid some of that duplication. As simple as just simply avoiding the 49.9, 50K type builds. You don't have to avoid all of them if you're going to have some lower own pieces, but you want to have a quick path to being able to play chalk on top of chalk on top of chalk. Go ahead, put yourself a little bit of a cap, give yourself some room. Neil Orfield talks about that a lot when it comes to uh, showdown. When it comes to showdown, cool. And that's NFL, by the way. We're going to DraftKings here for my single entry build, rounding out the program like we do every single week talked about it earlier i'm more than happy to start with rory this is the scariest fade on planet earth my god what is wrong with me w t12 t11 t7 second i'm gonna be in a world of hurt there's no doubt about it but i'm gonna go to john rom i know this leaves you only 7700 but i do think that rory mcelroy is gonna end up pulling a ton of ownership i'm a little bit worried in single entry especially that the builds you have with 10 6 Roy McIlroy, give you a little bit extra buoy there, maybe a little bit upgraded golfer, but I'm going to go all the way to the top. I'll take the guy who's playing out of his mind. Plus, I did bet Rory against John Rahm, minus one or two FanDuel, just throwing it out there. So, have some exposure in some different formats uh, across the entire spot. We go down a little bit further, a little bit further. Again, no tea time's out yet, so I don't have to worry about that. I want to highlight in the lower 9K range. I'm just trying to get my shit together. That'd be great. Tony Finau, talked about him earlier. If I'm going to have great ball strikers, great drivers of the golf ball, both of them have exceptional hands too, can definitely get it up and down around the greens here. I'm looking at Rom and Finau. I think that's a skill set that should work out nicely. Bomb it on a 7,500-yard golf course. Who would have ever, ever thought that that would be effective? But there you go. My dude, Shane Lowry at 7,900. I love the around the green game. I love everything that we're seeing from him of late. 
Him and Fleetwood, it's kind of a difficult decision. I, I think Fleetwood's carrying quite a bit of ownership here. It would seem, as I was looking at Lowry a little bit earlier, 10% for him. Fleetwood, 11.7. It's ever so fractional, but I'm kind of in love with both of them this week. Maybe I kind of split, play one set of lineups and one thing. I'm a coward like that, so that'll work out nicely. We then get a little bit lower here, and this is not somebody that anybody's going to click on, I don't think, but Bo Hostler kind of been some up and down form he had a really really nice sunday to buoy that finish at the phoenix open uh t14 didn't play even that well t11 at at&t genesis wasn't very pretty but bo hostler i don't completely hate if it's going to be heinous outside if it's going to be horrible outside again that's kind of a pairing with shane lowry where you can be decent off the tee and be a good short game player both of them if it's going to be as tough as it looks like on friday i don't completely hate it my last click, I talked about it earlier. Eric Cole, yeah, just riding the wave if everybody else is just going to hit eject. He's a home course guy. Let's fire it up. Those are my five picks for you there, 7,300. There's a number of ways you can fill it out. Take the chalky Aaron Wise. Luke List, he kind of pairs with Raman Finau a little bit. It's almost like you're saying, hey, you three hit the golf ball far. Do play golf one way. You three get up and down from everywhere. I don't know if I love that, but whatever you got to do something min woo maybe we go back to the well with him but that does it for your dfs preview nice and tight 20 minutes hit that like button subscribe button notification bell as we get out of here uh best of luck in the pga streets gonna be a lot of fun gonna be a lot of fun uh live before lock check that out sign up in the video description below for all of the great offerings that we have going here until next time i'm eric lindquist best of luck in the pga dfs streets this week we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more.